In spite of a global pandemic, or maybe because of it, now is a good time to think about your career and the next steps you might need to take to get there. That's the message some agencies are telling their employees during the last several months. The pandemic and those virtual environments are changing the way some people think about training and development opportunities for the federal workforce. And in many cases, it means more people now can participate from many time, many where. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has the story. The concept of reskilling was a relatively new one a few years ago. It used to convey fear for some, opportunity for others. Today, though, during the pandemic, reskilling has a new meaning. Many federal employees have moved completely to a virtual environment, and many of them are already reskilling themselves, in a sense. Robin Reese is a senior advisor on workforce trends and innovative workforce planning at the Interior Department. At DOI, our employees have had to adapt to leverage new remote collaboration technologies from their time zone, their work location remotely, their device. Some of the low-value work we were doing has dropped away because we aren't in the office to do it. Think filing cabinets, printing and stapling presentations for meetings, scanning signed documents. In some cases, that has freed us up to be truly collaborative and more effective, And in other cases, that has freed us up to do more cross-servicing with fewer people, leaving room for some to consider alternate opportunities where workforce gaps are known. Reese says the department's MyDOI career tool is serving a new purpose during the pandemic. Interior launched the tool last year, and it describes possible career paths for employees and suggests the steps they need to take to actually advance toward those goals. Interior is also planning to build employee profiles where they can describe their own skills and competencies. The department hopes these profiles will give them some intel into the kinds of skills Interior could draw on for future projects. Scott Cameron is Interior's Acting Assistant Secretary for Policy, Management, and Budget. He says Interior wants employees to think outside the box, to be aware of opportunities outside your home bureau, if you will, your home organization, and to understand that we have 10 bureaus at Interior and it's perfectly fine and perfectly reasonable to explore a career path that would move from one bureau to another over time. Historically, too many of our employees have felt that they only had one branch on a career path, if you will, that they could follow. And in order to improve retention and have more well-rounded employees who frankly can deliver more value to the organization, we're trying to encourage people to think uh, more broadly and how they might uh, develop themselves uh, more fully and potentially play a much wider variety of roles during the course of a career at Interior than they might were they to stick in the same chain of command that they were um, hired into. The Department of Homeland Security says the pandemic is changing the way it thinks about reskilling, too. Roland Edwards is the Deputy Chief Human Capital Officer at DHS. As executives, we've had to actually be trained as well and reskilled a bit because now we're, we're using Microsoft Teams. We're getting packages electronically. We're having to sign them electronically. So reskilling kind of has a, a whole different and evolved connotation, I think, in this new pandemic world. And quite frankly, where the future of work is going to take us. DHS business lines are developing career paths for their employees in IT, finance, human resources, and procurement. 
Here's Edwards. They're taking care of their own. They're training folks. They're developing career path guides. So people actually know how to get from point A to point B in their careers. And again, a lot of that was in-person learning. We've had to move very quickly to evolve that to virtual learning to allow folks to be able to take the opportunity. You're, you know, they're not having to commute. Uh, it's a great opportunity for folks to spend some of that time, uh, except for those parents who are now having to homeschool. It's a great opportunity for us to really make that shift and make it very quickly so that those learning opportunities are available for folks. This is a great time for people to, to think about their careers and expand their knowledge and skill set. In other ways, the pandemic is changing the way agencies view more formal reskilling opportunities. The Office of Management and Budget thought it was organizing a kind of hybrid reskilling program for employees who want to improve their data science skills. The program was supposed to have four months of online training and then two months of in-person collaborative project work. But the data science reskilling pilot has a different look now during the pandemic. Doc McConnell is a senior cybersecurity advisor at OMB. Of course, we did not originally plan to run our data science training in an all-virtual way. We were actually planning for a hybrid approach that included online learning, but an in-person capstone program where everybody came together into one space. We wanted people to be together, building community and learning from each other. And the all virtual environment isn't exactly what we envisioned, but we put our heads together and realized that in addition to being able to reconfigure the program to achieve our original goals, we actually found some benefits to moving into a virtual environment. Virtual training means OMB can accept anyone from anywhere to the program. They're no longer limited to employees from Washington, D.C., or employees whose agencies have the budget for them to travel there. The first iteration of the Federal Cybersecurity Reskilling Academy limited participants to the D.C. area, and some saw that as a drawback to the program. About 60 employees are participating in the new reskilling pilot. They were nominated by their agencies, and they'll be organized into teams to analyze their agency's own data sets for the virtual capstone project. Here's McConnell. One of the things we know about adult learning and professional training opportunities is that it is great for people to be able to um, passively take in information and learn new things through virtual classrooms, but you're really not going to get those skills to stick unless the participants have an opportunity to apply them. And ideally, you want them to apply the skills that they're learning to real-world problems, things that they're really dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis in their agencies. In some ways, the pandemic is perhaps forcing agencies to act with more urgency around reskilling. The stigma associated with the concept is diminishing, or at least it should. Here's Edwards from DHS. So as long as we can keep selling it in the right way and promoting it in the right way, then folks won't feel like there's a negative connotation that comes along with reskilling. You know, oftentimes it's, you know, considered to be abolishing jobs. And sometimes that's just not what it is. And the pandemic is just a great example of how the federal workforce moved very quickly to try to make sure that we were able to provide meaningful work for staff who, you know, their day-to-day -day jobs, as was mentioned before, may have involved a lot of routine office functions, but now we've got to figure out how we transition that. Reese says the pandemic is certainly forcing Interior to move more quickly and forcing employees to think differently about their own careers. We oftentimes miss the forest for the trees or miss the trees for the forest, that we don't realize that we're, that we're in the situation that requires us to uh, be more nimble, right? 
we're yeah. there today. We've been talking about it for a couple of years. So I'm really happy to see that we continue to collaborate and move the ball forward here. But sometimes we don't really see the need to do anything about it until the fire's on our doorstep. And I would posit that with the pandemic, the fire's here on the doorstep. And we all realize that yeah. we're living in some version of the future vision today. Nicole Lagrisco, Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.